everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. My co-host Kathy King and I want to welcome you to Writing Works Wonders. We want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder of writing. We are so glad you're here with us. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome back to our open mic poetry event. This is part two, and we begin with Deanna Noriega. Deanna? I wanted to read a poem called Acceptance. I have three poems. See me, open your eyes and really look. I was the child sitting alone on the stairs while other children played a ball game in the yard. Because I couldn't see to play, I learned to love books. I was the young girl who washed her hair on Friday nights because the boys who carried my heavy braille books at school never guessed I loved to dance and go to movies. I was the young woman holding my newborn infant with my heart full of wonder and joy while nurses talked about me as if I weren't there, speculating about how I could ever care for that child. I was the young mother sitting alone in the school cafeteria because the teacher didn't expect me to come to the mother's lunch and assigned my child to serve behind the counter. I tell you these things because I want you to understand I am not a disability. I'm a person like you. I laugh, I cry, I sing and dance. I cherish my friends and family. I want to be a part of my community and world. I don't need your pity. Only ask your acceptance. I only need you to open your eyes and see me, not as a dysfunction, but as a person, a human being like you. My next poem is one of my favorite ones about my guide dogs. It's about the when you have finally meshed with your new dog and everything is going right and you communicate wordlessly. It's called Dancers. We are cloud dancers. You lead and I follow. Our steps synchronized. Our bodies swaying to the same rhythm. We are swept along in the current of the jet stream, floating lightly on the swell of an updraft, swooping into a glide down the slope of a downdraft, side-slipping around a gaggle of migrating geese. Pausing a few beats to let a thunderhead rumble past. Through fog and mist, through falling snow, we whirl. Our movements in perfect unison, where your paws lead, my feet follow. What does it matter if only we two hear the music? We move together as one being. We are cloud dancers, you and I. That was a poem I wrote on the 16th block to visit my dentist. My final poem today is one I wrote for my mother this Mother's Day. She is in early senile dementia and often loses her words, but I write her a lot of poetry. I usually write her one every year for her Mother's Day gift. I wrote this one in more simple terms and with less wording because of her condition, and she did understand. And she laughed and she cried and she said she loved her little girl. <laughs> so this one is, hey mama. Hey mama, 
I wanted to tell you I love you today. I loved you yesterday. And I will love you all of my tomorrows. Hey, Mama. You sang my first music. You taught me to laugh, to stand up for myself when I thought all I could do was to cry. Hey, Mama. It's our shared special day. What I know about being a mama, I learned by being your own firstborn daughter. Hey, Mama, I love you. And that's it. Thank you, Deanna. Thank you. That's beautiful. Hi there. This is Tony. And Deanna, that was absolutely beautiful. I love that poem. I'm at my friend Patty's house. So I'm going to let Patty go first. Yes. Hi. Um, I'm going to read a poem by Doug Nash, who wrote extensively and passed away early this year suddenly. This poem is called Window Existence. I can't do all I want to do in the time that I have here. I'll never know all that I reach to know because it never comes down all clear. All I know is what's been shown through the glass of my mind's tint tone. What I felt, seen, done, and sown to this one small seed alone, special wind, soil, sun alone in its uniqueness has it grown. A certain wind puff felt by me, others perhaps didn't see. When a cloud came over me, what to be was what to be, and breathings of eternity were wafted to me secretly, though no one else could feel my key. The meaning brought was brought to be. Awareness, desire, place, time, angle, proportion, capacity. Pounded and punished and, de Two, eight, and deceived in the inaccuracy of an eye so blind. Words reach out and cannot find. Detrimental bind, bind, bind. Encounters and of the mocking reason. Changed by mood and change of season. Intersects and trails worm and timeless is the turn though mind and reason yearn they but describe and never learn when the meaning finds true grasp it transcends future transcends past eternity speaks of time as all time together time and space thought too are one safety lies with you forever and ever and ever and before no door just found, parts whole, the myth of death, death a door to life, held in the holy need. Thank you. Tony, I want you to share. Just keeping with all the beautiful ones that people read about their dogs, I'm going to read the one about my beloved Terry Ann's dog, O'Toole. Terry died right before COVID happened. She had breast cancer, a recurrence. I never had a dog before, guide dog, and I got one later in life, and it was the best gift she could have ever encouraged me to get, get. Just seeing how wonderful her and the team that they were, I don't know how it could have got through this crazy last year without my golden boy. So anyway, we were on a cruise, and a lot of the passengers were complimenting her, and they heard about her cancer because we traveled a lot together. And one of the people started this poem, and we just kind of created it together when she heard about Terry's cancer. And O'Toole was very gray at that point, so it was obvious that he was getting close to retiring. So anyway, here we go. 
the ebbing and flowing of the tides. It's a ceaseless rhythm, a rhythm that marks this passage of time, a passage of time that we can never have back again. We are helpless against this peace. And in this moment, time just slips away. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, but I have grown old. I never wanted this, and I never could stop it. In my heart, I always knew, knew this time would come. And in this moment, my heart cries out, cries out to you, cries out in thanks for all that you gave me. You gave me a gift, a beautiful gift, for I would become your eyes. And with this gift, I would always walk by your side. I protected you and helped you navigate the obstacles in your pathway. That was my job. And in a way, we became one. Every time you grasped the handle of my harness, I led the beautiful dance and you followed placing your full trust in me. Oh, how I loved our adventures, big and small. The best dance partner I ever had. And we were a team that everyone marveled at. You being the beautiful lady in blue and me, your golden boy. You never questioned my judgment. You believed in me. You trusted me. You've made sure that all of my needs were taken care of. You played with me and put up with my silliness. I appreciated that. All of these are gifts that only you, only you could give to me. I will miss being your guide, retiring because I have grown old. Another will one day walk by your side. In this moment, my big brown eyes shed a tear for us. Shed a tear as I so thank you once again. Thank you once again for allowing me to be your eyes. That's it. Thank you, Tony. That's beautiful. Valerie. Hi, Valerie. This first one I'm going to read is called Braille and Talking Book Library Reader Advisor. I worked at the California State Library Braille and Talking Book Library for over 35 years, and I wrote this a couple years ago when I was still working as a retired annuitant. My caseload for years was 3,000. Now as a retired annuitant, I'm half-time. I've blossomed. Firing up Zoom text 9 magnification. I take calls, emails, or visits, whatever your persuasion. My title, author, subject, the search, manipulating computer for service options that best serve. You can call if you're lonely or had a drink or two. 
It's okay. A good book on the way will cure whatever ails you. Most disabilities we serve in Northern California, if you can't read it, audio and braille books to loan on doors. For those who want a kick, you can go high tech, braille and audio reading download to an Android, iPhone, or tablet. Calls and letters of thanks collected over time, employed there 35 years, and I'm legally blind. The second poem I'm going to read is called Ride the Wind. It's a prose poem. She likes to run free. She doesn't pay heed to others' decrees. She strides through the brambles. She climbs towards the sky. The vistas are, one, the vistas are wondrous, but gone by and by. She again touches down on valley and plain. She still runs with the wind till she climbs once again. She won't be cajoled or corralled. Her gait never falters. She is strong and sure of stride. She feels the wind through her hair and the, warm, and the sun warm and bright by her side. She's as free as the wind. She strides for the joy of being. Her name is Hope. She looks forward, never back. A life of her own making is surely that. And the third one I'm going to read is Challenge and Triumph. What you're given, turn it around. Take another look, what else can be found? Create something new, don't cling to the past. You're born to create, intelligence your path. What you're given, only a start. You can transcend if you invite the spark. Thank you. Thank you. We still have a good number of people on the call and we are recording. Zeeb, did you want to read your fourth one? And then we'll go to Annie. Thank you. Most of the things that I've written have been written. I'm part of a writer's group and these were writing prompts that got me to write these things. And this one, the writing prompt was to write about a comfort food and optionally was to have each sentence begin sequentially with a letter of the alphabet. I don't know if you'll be able to hear A, B, C, D, but that's what the way this poem is constructed. A bagel. Bagels, yeah. Can't get any better than that. Don't nobody in our neighborhood know nothing about bagels. Egg bagels, water bagels, pumpernickel bagels. Fantastic food unheard of in our suburbs. Good bread stuffs my mother would drive an hour each way for. Halfway across Los Angeles, she'd go to the bakeries on Fairfax Avenue. I was unaware the other households in our neighborhood didn't eat this food. Jewish food it was. Killers of Christ, she knew well we shouldn't advertise our ethnicity. Lovingly, she would lay out this clandestine Jewish feast on the breakfast table, muddled with defiance and shame. None of our neighbors suspected. Only she and my father knew they'd secretly bought into a development with a covenant that straight, stated no Jews or Negroes allowed. Philipson, a nondescript last name, obscured our identity. Questions never arose. Rough and tumble play with the other neighbor kids, we never guessed we might be shunned for what ran in our blood. So we went on blithely unaware, trusting the good white middle-class world of doctors and engineers who went to work while their wives stayed home to clean. 
until one day, with a sleepover guest at the breakfast table, I asked for a bagel. Veronica asked questions and went home to tell her mother. We were ostracized. Xenophobia rippled through the neighborhood, yelling out windows as we walked to the school bus. Zanzibar could not have felt more foreign than the streets I once played in. Thank you. Wow, thank you. Annie? Wow, I, I sure hate to follow that, especially since I'm following it up with limericks. They're fresh hot off the press. I wrote them on Limerick Day, which was May 12th. I'm going to read my top three. There was an old woman named Joan who hated to talk on the phone. She'd yank on the cord and shout, good Lord, whenever she heard that dial tone. And there once was a man named Fred who specialized in baking bread. Until one day he tried to make salt rye, the oven was bare, so he looked everywhere to find the dough under his bed. And last but not least, a crazy limerick with a serious message. For the record, this is not based on a true story. At a night at the opera one year, a soprano drank way too much beer. As she waltzed on the stage, she was quite disengaged. She let out a loud shriek, which made the audience grow weak as she tore down the chandeliers. Thank you. Hey, Annie. Thank you. <laughs> the only limerick I've ever written was one when I was ready to throw my cell phone out the window. Um, my employer had gotten a cell phone for me because I was a legislative liaison and they wanted to be able to communicate with me when I was out of the office. So I was trying to teach myself how to use it with a book. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and this was the result. In my smartphone, the dumb blonde named Siri, her antics can make me feel weary. My humble request, she treats as mere jests and keeps me double tap tapping till teary well it's and brilliant nonetheless yes this is julie russell where are you from julie columbus ohio terrific gone but not forgotten a gentle soul precious and small didn't make it after all a small stone with a name leads us to wonder why you didn't live long enough for us to say goodbye you lived underneath a joyous heart their hopes and dreams came true now sadness fills their broken heart, the pain of losing you. Now life goes on, it's easy to say, but there will always be regret. For a tiny soul, no memories made, was too loved to forget. Thank yeah. you. That was sweet. That's very nice. Thank you. A plea to time. Slow down, O oh time. Too fast you go. I cannot match your, match your hurried pace. You grip my hand in yours and will not let me lag behind, but force me ever onward, ruthlessly permitting me no chance to catch my failing breath, nor to retard the rapid beating of my heart. I have not lived nor loved enough, nor laughed nor wept nor worked enough, nor played nor danced nor sang enough, yet faster by the hour you go. Slow down, O oh time, I beg of you, of this my day of life. I yet may spend each second that remains to me more wisely than before, if you will give me of yourself a little more. Responding to my plea, slow down, O oh time, slow down. That's by Edmund A. Fleischer. 
Thank you. Great. Lovely poem. This is Nancy B. Davis, poem okay. number two. We won the lottery, got Yosemite, cats, dogs, flowers, trees, if only we could know. What if we hadn't been here with water, life, and air, but instead with rocks, nothing green, where it really was like we make it seem, an empty place with no color, no human race, but we have air and human touch. We're not rocks on the moon knocking on heaven's door. We live on the heavenly planet Earth. Isn't that something to be thankful for? Thank you. Beautiful. This has been listening to everyone and, and sharing. That's great. Yeah, I was just saying thank you for doing this. This was really oh. beautiful. Yeah. I have one more. And I'm not sure how this will go because I just did this one and haven't had a chance to go through this. Cindy, as uh, I think most of you know, sets up the calls for the week. She does this coffee hour, and she started doing this coffee hour where she puts a few people in rooms together, and so you can have more intimate conversations. And it was usually four people, and then last week she did two people. So I was in a room with this person, and we started talking about things, and of course the pandemic came up. And this was a person's point of view on the pandemic and how she felt about the end of the pandemic. So it goes, thank you online world. For the first time in my life, I felt free of judgment. For the first time, I could be totally anonymous in terms of my appearance and my blindness. It was so liberating when engaging in discussions in, on Zoom or in Clubhouse that the conversation didn't get derailed to something related to my disability. People were making decisions about me because of my knowledge, my competency, and my personality. As a blind person, we cannot hide who we are. If it's a restaurant, classroom, the workplace, or even a local church, we don't go unnoticed. At some point, I will sadly begin reminiscing about the days when people addressed me rather than my companion. Oh, the glories of being anonymous. I will miss the ease of DoorDash and not suffering the embarrassment of having the server ask my friend what I wanted to eat. I will miss those days when I could enter in spirited discussion and not have someone mention how intelligent I was in spite of not being able to see Zoom, DoorDash, Instacart, and the new kid on the block, Clubhouse, I will miss you. Or maybe I should say, thank you for the break. Perhaps it will be different this time. That was her story and she's sticking to it. 
Ah, and that's great. Thank you. And hopefully this is all going to keep on going, but oh boy, ouch. Yeah, that's we powerful. Get it. Yeah. Very powerful. I've got one that I'd like to share before we close. It's called A Gathering Place of Many Hearts. Terrific. We stand here together in the heart of a nation whose people have come from many far places. The first to arrive, I blew that one. The first to come arrived on foot on a land bridge. They came seeking a brighter future for their children. How could it not be so? This land is a gathering place of many hearts. Our past can be read on our skins and faces. It shapes our beliefs and colors our attitudes. We must learn to accept and understand one another. How could it not be so? We are a nation of immigrants and seekers. We must acknowledge our shared humanity and open our minds and hearts to one another. For we are the children of this earth under one sky. How could it not be so? There, that's it. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Gianna. Thank you for that. That was really, really great. Okay, so if we have no one else that wants to share, I think we're going to close this up today. This has just been beautiful, really. So thanks everybody for participating today. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for those of you who are listening in. Let's all get together next week. We all get to discover chat books. Yay! <laughs> Love. I love you, Kathy. Thank I you, love you too. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Next okay, Friday. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today at Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. Now tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. We also have a donate button, and that's to help with the expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this show and podcast going. There's a link there that you can tap on that will take you directly to our website at www.writingworkswonders.com. There you will find all the information we talked about today, along with show notes and so much more. We want you to feel encouraged and inspired to know the wonder of writing. And until next time, our friends, Keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.